This is Wednesday, April 7th, and it's time for our morning scripture, our time together. Now, when I was a young man, my dad was swept up in a class action lawsuit for damages in a case involving the company that he worked for. He didn't ask to join that class, nor did he want to sue his employer, but it didn't matter. Once the judge confirmed the characteristics of the class, everyone that fit within the definition was included. No questions asked. Years later, and I do mean years later, when a settlement was made, my father was included. Now, I thought the whole thing strange, but it relates quite well to our scripture for today about the resurrection. Here's our scripture, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21 to 26. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in turn, Christ the firstfruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Then the end will come when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all enemies under his feet, and the last enemy to be destroyed is death. Now what Paul is saying is that in the same way that everyone received the curse of sin and death through the one man Adam, the representative for the entire human race, so those included in Christ all receive all the benefits that come through him. Now this was God's plan in Christ, for him to be not only our substitute, but also our representative. This is the story of our salvation. We couldn't make it happen. We were dead in our sins and helpless as a result. But Jesus stepped in in our place. He fully identified with us in our humanity. He faced every temptation and weakness we know. And then he took upon himself our death so that we might share in his life. He became, you could say, the second Adam. He did this so that we might be found in him. Here's how Romans 6, 4 explains it. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Now Paul uses an agricultural metaphor to explain what has happened and also what is planned for us. He calls Jesus the first fruits. You see, everyone at the time would understand this because at the time of the harvest each year, the first of the wheat harvest would be brought in. The grain would be ground down and made into sweet cakes that became part of the celebration of what was to come. It was the symbol, the proof of the bounty of the coming harvest. And you were invited to taste it at the beginning to anticipate what was coming. It was tasty and sweet. Now think of the resurrection of Jesus. Seeing Jesus helps us to anticipate what God has planned for us. Yes, like Jesus, we will die, but God has promised a resurrection as real as his. When will this happen? 
Paul tells us that Jesus will give his kingdom over to the Father when he's ready. Likely that means that he will do so when his mission is complete and all the sheaves of wheat are gathered in. Those are all that belong to him. It will be then that Jesus will defeat forever the enemy that has stood against us. That's death. Then we will be raised to life. When, when will that take place? Well, I don't exactly know. But I do know that the first fruit has come forth. The sweetness of the life of Jesus is there for us to enjoy. The full harvest comes after that, and you will be a part of it. And so today, that's our source of joy. We rejoice in the first fruits, the fact that Jesus is alive, the joy and sweetness of the life that has come in Jesus, knowing that our life comes later as well. Let's pray. Lord God, our world is under the shadow of death. The fear of death haunts us, driving us to sin and darkness. We rejoice that the light has come. So enable us to live each day in the light of the resurrection of Jesus. We know that by faith, the resurrection of Jesus promises our own. You tell us that we are secure in Christ. We can never be lost, never be separated from your love for us in him. Help us to rest in that today. Thank you for this joy and peace. For we pray in your name. Amen.